Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Arkansas's home opener in Fayetteville happening this weekend with Kent State coming in. Rob Polinski is the play-by-play voice for the Golden Flashes, joining us now on the Brandon Moving in Storage Hotline. Brand, uh, Rob, welcome. How are you? Great. How about you guys? We are good. Thank you. Looking forward to this week and uh, looking forward to Arkansas opening up in uh, stadium and coming off a win that was pretty convincing, although they were a little concerned about the run game. Uh, tough outing, I guess, out of the gate for you guys at UCF, a team that's uh, certainly looking forward, I'm sure, to their opportunities in the Big 12. But uh, what would you guys see first week? Uh, I think we saw what we thought we would. Uh, you know, going into this year, they've got you know, the Flashes have a lot uh, going against them. Um, you know, when Coach Lewis left to be the O.C., with Prime over at Colorado, uh, his offense left with him to go here, there, or everywhere else. And uh, so when you have zero returning starters out of 11 on offense, your top quarterback, top receiver, top running back left, you've got five new offensive linemen, which probably is overlooked, but it's the, the biggest part of it. And some of them are really young guys. Um, in a first-year head coach that's never coached anywhere as a head coach or been a coordinator, I, I mean, I think we saw what we saw. And then the other thing, what we thought we'd see, and the other thing is I think Gus's team is, is probably as good as, as UCF has been since he's been there. So I would think that UCF might do a little bit better than those preseason uh, prognostications for them in the Big 12. I think you're probably right. How's Kenny Burns to work with? What, what have you seen from the, the, head, the head coach here? You know, I haven't had a whole lot of dealings with him. Uh, to be honest, they've kept it pretty uh, close to the vest. Um, you know, throughout the, the preseason, uh, we have not been uh, attending practices uh, per them. So can't tell you a whole lot other than the game that you guys probably saw too uh, last week. But as far as, uh, you know, being able to interview him and that kind of thing, you know, he's been, been very open, uh, been very good, you know, and I think he, I think he knows what he's, you know, up against here. So um, certainly no, as far as this program, it's no um, change as far as playing SEC and power five teams. I mean, we've been doing that for years and years. Um, The difference is this group here, especially offensively, uh, you know, is, is challenged. And to me, you can't really judge it till we get uh, a few games into our conference and see if we see some improvements. But, you know, just to give an example, our, our starting quarterback just won the job late in camp, and he didn't even get here uh, transferring from Purdue until July. So, um, you know, you, you guys can imagine, especially with all new receivers, um, all new offensive linemen, it's going to take time. How much did the struggles of the offense impact the defense against Central Florida? I think it had a, a, an effect. I mean, obviously, the, the 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 defensive line is undersized, and you know, isn't is, is is. But the strength of the team should be the linebackers, especially Devin Nicholson. Your listeners might be familiar with him. He played at Missouri. You know, we've got some guys in the secondary that are that are pretty decent. I, I think you're right. You know, kind of wore on them. But I think also it was just the offensive line of UCF was really, really good. And over 60 minutes, you know, that that obviously, um, you know, took its toll. Um, did it have a lot to do with all the missed tackles they had? I think that's the biggest uh, thing Kent State took from the game, all the missed tackles they had. Maybe they were tired. I just think it's also a part of just your first game, you know, and they just haven't played that much together when you've got – Everybody that left and 19 new guys transferring in, um, you know, you got to introduce yourself to one another, yeah. and uh, you don't know until you get out there what it's going to be like, you know, standing next to somebody. 
Rob Polinsky joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, the voice of Kent State football. Rob, Arkansas, one thing that stood out last week, and again, Western Carolina clearly was focused on this, was stopping the run. Uh, they did not get going much uh, as far as a push up front. Um, what, what kind of defensive alignment did Kent State play primarily last week? I was curious if Arkansas might have a, a look at that this week as far as the run game. Yeah, I think they'll primarily be going up against the 4-3, you know, kind of a traditional front. You know, I don't know how big Western Carolina's defensive line is, but but Kent State is, is a little bit undersized. I mean, C.J. West is going to be the best defensive lineman. He, he's good size. He's 6'2", 315, and he's a player. Um, they've got a lot of younger guys uh, mixing in and some first-year guys that transferred in on the defensive line. Stephen Daly on the defensive line, um, you know, had a fumble recovery that C.J. West caused. And so the defense did, you know, come up with three turnovers, which obviously is a good thing, and the flashes were plus two in the turnover department. But uh, I believe UCF punted once, eight touchdowns and three turnovers. So they pretty much had their way with them offensively, whatever they wanted to do. And, and part of that was Plumlee was really good. Uh, I'm not saying he's better than Jefferson. I know Jefferson's really, really good. But, but I think Plumlee, for a first game, the fact that he can run and throw uh, really gave Kent State some problems. Coaches like to say you see the most improvement from your team from week one to week two. Where do you, see the, where do you hope to see the most improvement from Kent State? I'd like to see uh, some improvement on, on that offensive line, just being able to have a little bit of a push. I know it's really hard to judge them in these games. I mean, like I said, it's, I, I don't know if we'll see the improvement until later in the year. But I would think, you know, some things they can improve on is certainly their run game. You know, they were disappointed in having 95 yards of total uh, rushing last week, 240 yards of total offense. I'd like to see those numbers go up a bit. I'd like to see the defense, you know, get off the field a couple of times and, um, you know, can continue with the turnovers that they were able to create. But, you know, I think they need to just get experience. And I think that experience week to week is, is going to be the improvement that we see, guys. What about making uh, the trip and another, you know, back-to-back road trip for uh, Kent State? Well, they're used to it. I mean, we always have three money games in September, so three out of four weeks you're on the road. Uh, you know, last year when you go to Washington and Oklahoma, and then a couple weeks later going to Georgia, uh, I don't think you're going to uh, find anything tougher than that. So, Granted, this is a new coaching staff. We do have three leftover coaches. But, you know, last year they opened up at Washington, and the team actually went to Tulsa then uh, for the week in preparation for the game in Oklahoma. Um, I can't imagine that this would be tougher than that uh, in, as far as the travel goes. But, you know, it's not ideal, but it is what it is. And, you know, a group of five teams do it all the time. And Kent State's no different in that aspect. Although they probably are a little bit different that they, you know, go three times and, you know, in a couple of weeks we're going out to Fresno State. So, you know, that flight's going to be twice as long as, as the one to Arkansas. Hmm. What is the strength of the defense? I, I, I don't know if we know yet, but I, I, I think on paper and going into the year, guys, they, they think that linebacker core, you know, with Devin Nicholson again, who came over from Missouri, uh, Nick Jackalone, who, who transferred from New Mexico State. I think they, they feel they've got a couple of real good uh, linebackers there. And then the corners. Uh, D.J. Miller had an interception last week, and Capone Blue uh, is another good cornerback. And the interesting thing about Capone is, you know, he's six foot three, So he has the size at corner that you normally don't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would think that that's probably going to be the strength of this team. 
the defensively. Rob, the interesting thing about Capone Blue is that his name is Capone, I think is actually an interesting <laughs> thing. So. Right. We can call him Al. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, safe travels, Rob. Thanks for coming on today. Appreciate you. Hey, appreciate you guys having us. We're looking forward to it. It'll be uh, my first time uh, at Razorback uh, Stadium, so we're certainly looking forward to it. Thanks, uh, guys. All right, you bet. Appreciate you. All right, that's Rob Polinski, the voice of the uh, Kent State Golden Flashes.